Blog Talk Radio.
Take it all away, take it all away till all that's left is you. And the sun slides down from heaven. Search me, search me. I'm open, I'm open. Search me, search me. Search me, search me. You're the only one qualified. You're the only one qualified. Cause you made me, you made me. Cause you made me, you made me. You know what's supposed to be.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus is the Lord. God, I thank you, Lord God, for the revelation, God, that you're going to be releasing on tonight, God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are going to speak loud and clear on tonight, God, so that your name may get the glory. And for that, God, I say amen. I say amen to your name. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Mark 5. Verses 21 through 24. That's Mark 5, verses 21 through 24 from the NIV. It reads as following. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him. Again, that's Mark 5, verses 21 through 24 from the NIV. So Jesus went with him. That's the part I can't get out of my head. So Jesus went with him. Went with him where? Jesus went with him to his house. Jesus showed up at Jairus' house. Not at the church or in a public building where some fancy conference was being held. Nothing against those things, but that's not where he showed up. He didn't show up in a church or in a public building where some fancy conference was being held. But he showed up one-on-one and in person right there in Jairus' house. But he showed up one-on-one and in person right there in Jairus' house. He showed up and healed Jairus' 12-year-old daughter. He showed up and healed not only did he show show up, but he showed up showed up and healed Jairus' twelve year old daughter. Jesus at your house. Tonight's message. Again, the title of tonight's message is Jesus at your house. Hear me, everybody under the sound of my voice. Hear me real good. There is an anointing coming upon your house. There is an anointing coming upon your house. Gone are the days of the anointing being just behind the four walls of the church. Gone are the days of the anointing being just behind the four walls of the church. Jesus is making house calls. And I pray that your house will be one of those. Jesus is making house calls. Just like he did for Jairus, it's a nice foundational text. Just like he did for for Simon. The Bible says Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and then immediately, and they immediately 
told Jesus about her. So he went to her. He took her by the hand and helped her. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. There's Mark 1, verses 30 and 31, NIV. Just like he insisted on going with Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So what did he do? He ran ahead and climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached that reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Now all the people saw this and began to mutter. They said, he is going to stay at the guest of a sinner. You know, people always got something to say. They said, he is going, talking about Jesus, he is going to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay it back four times. I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today, not tomorrow, today, salvation has come to this house. Where has salvation come? It has come to this house. That's Luke 19, verses 3 through 9 from the NIV. Beloved, everybody wants to be needed, including Jesus. Everybody wants to be needed, including Jesus. Jairus' little daughter needed him, so he went. Simon's mother-in-law needed him, so when they told him about her, Jesus went to her too. Zacchaeus, on the other hand, didn't have a physical need, but still it was a need. But still, it was a need there because he wouldn't quit until he saw Jesus. He needed to see Jesus. Jesus' response to Zacchaeus needing to see him was to tell him, Zacchaeus, I must stay at your house today. And so he went to his house as well. And so he went to his house as well. And the people, as I said, and the people of that day began to talk. He has gone to stay he has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner, they muttered. That's to be expected though. You know what? People are gonna talk. That's to be expected though. Because this next wave of the anointing is gonna be hovering over houses. God says this next wave of the anointing is gonna be hovering over houses. And it does not require you that you be perfect, and it does not require that you be perfect. Some of you are so used to trying to look perfect on Sunday morning that you have totally missed out on needing Jesus. See, that's what they all had in common. Zacchaeus, Simon's mother-in-law, and Jairus, they all needed Jesus. As I said, everybody wants to be needed, including Jesus. It didn't matter whether Zacchaeus was a sinner or not, not in that moment. What mattered is, is that he needed Jesus, and he knew that he needed him. So he was prepared to do whatever he had to do to see him, but not only see him, but to make things right with him.
But some of y'all, like I said, are so used to being perfect, trying to be perfect on Sunday morning, that you have totally missed out on needing Jesus, needing him more than you need your next breath, needing him more than you need the food that's on your plate. Hear me tonight. You need him. If you don't ever listen to another message that comes from this ministry, know this. You need him. You need Jesus. Zacchaeus may have been a sinner, but he recognized his need to see Jesus, his need to see and make things right with Jesus. Zacchaeus knew he needed to be saved. He knew he needed to be saved. Most people, most people, not all, most, they know when they're messing up. And they know when they need to do better. And Jesus being Jesus, immediately discerned that need and decided to be a guest at Zacchaeus' house. It was a must that he go to Zacchaeus' house. He said it out of his own mouth, mouth. It's a must that I go to your house today. It was a must that he go to Zacchaeus' house, despite what people were saying. You see, God is not a respecter of persons. God is not a respecter of persons. You remember reading that in the Bible? Do you remember reading that God is not a respecter of persons? God is not a respecter of persons, no matter how much people try to make him out to be. Acts 10 and 34 from the King James Version. In this season, despite what people are saying, may you come to realize that Jesus is not a relationship that you can take or leave, but Jesus is a relationship that you need. You need him more than you need your next breath. You need him more than that Thanksgiving dinner that you're about to consume. You need him. He's not a relationship that you can decide whether you're going you're gonna to take it or leave it because if you're smart, you'll take it. Because you need him. You can't afford in this season not to have the Holy Spirit hover over your house. Look at the news and everything that's going on. You cannot afford. You can't afford not to have the Holy Spirit hover. Lost my mic, sorry. You can't afford not to have the Holy Spirit hover over your house, much like he hovered over the waters in Genesis 1, verse 2 from the NIV. You can't afford not to have the Holy Spirit, as I was saying, hover over your house. You see everything that's going on in the news. You need him to hover. You need the Holy Spirit to hover over your house, much like he hovered over the waters in Genesis 1, verse 2 from the NIV. You can't afford to get distracted by the cares of this world and miss him knocking at your door, knocking at the door of your heart. Because how many of you know it's going to be subtle? He's not going to force himself. But if you feel a tugging in your spirit on tonight, that's him knocking. That's him calling you. That's that's him trying to get you to wake up and see that you have a need for him. He wants to be needed. And you need him to be needed. If that makes any sense to you, he wants to be needed, and you need him to be needed. In other words, you need him to be available, to be accessible to you, to help you, 
with your needs because you can't do it on your own. So tonight, next week or whenever, if you sense, you feel a tugging in your spirit, that's him knocking at your door, knocking on the door of your heart. Let him in. Let him come in and talk with you. Romans 3 and, and verse 12 from the King James Version says he wants to come in and sup with you. So let him do that. Let him come in and sup with you. Because there's coming a time, hear me real good, because there's coming a time when the doctors won't be able to hear you. Because there's coming a time when the doctors won't be able to hear you. Either they can't, either they can't or they won't hear you. Either way, you must have Jesus. Either way, you must have Jesus, the presence of Jesus, the healing power of Jesus present in your house. There's coming a time. Can't you see? Can't you see how how everything's going? There's coming a time when you won't be able to dress up and look perfect, all the while hiding your imperfections, hiding your sin. You must have the presence in your house. You must have the presence in your house, the deliverance, the delivering presence of Jesus in your house to get you free of that thing you've been trying to hide. Notice in the book of Acts, Acts 2 especially, when the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost and made his entrance. That's when they started taking the church outside of the temple. That's when they started taking the church outside of the temple and fellowshipping in homes, going from house to house, breaking bread together, partaking of communion, which means Jesus was there with them in each house. They were taking communion, which means that Jesus was there with them in each house they entered as they broke bread in remembrance of him. Acts 2 verses 46 and 47 from the Passion Translation. Daily they met together in the temple courts and in one and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily, those who were coming to life. He was there. Like I said, he was there. You need him to be there. Somebody tonight, you need him to be there. Wherever you are, whatever state you're in, whatever country you're in, wherever you are right now, whether you're at home, at work, wherever you are, you need him to be there. He's there and you need him to be there. He's willing to come to your house. He's willing to come to your house. So who's ready to come to life? No longer spiritually dead because of sin, but you're ready to come to life. Let's talk. Now, there may be some of you gathered here tonight, and you're like Zacchaeus. You you need to see Jesus. You need to make some things right, and you know it. You know you're a sinner, and you know people are talking about you. Still, in spite of it all, despite it all, Jesus wants to be a guest at your house. Still, in spite of it all, Jesus wants wants to be a guest at your house. It's a must, just like he said to Zacchaeus. It's a must on tonight. It's a must that he be a guest at your house. Let him in. 
You see Hebrews 4 and 15 from the Amplified says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are, yet without committing any sin, which means that there is nothing. There's nothing too bad. You're going to get tired of me telling you this every week, but I'm going to continue to tell you because there's nothing too bad that you have done or currently doing that you can't come to Jesus in the pardon of your sin about. He knows your humanity. He knows the way that you take. The scripture says he knows the way that you take. And when he has tried you, you shall come out of his pure go. So he knows the way that you take. He knows that you are human. He knows your humanity. But, love, you are not too bad. I don't care what you've been told. You are not too bad that you can't change. You're not too bad that you can't be helped. And for somebody else, it means something totally different. For somebody else, it means that you're not too good because some of you, you really believe that you're too good for Jesus. You're a good person. Therefore, you're going to make it to heaven. You're going to make it into the presence of Jesus regardless because you're a good person. Not so. You got to accept him as your Lord and Savior. It ain't about whether you're good or not. If I want to break it all the way down, the truth be told, it ain't about whether you're a good person or not. There's a whole lot of good people that are not saved. So being good is not going to guarantee you to make it into the presence of Jesus. You must accept him as your Lord and your Savior. And if you don't make it, God didn't send you. You sent yourself because it was your choice. You hear me tonight telling you that you need Jesus, you need him, you need the Holy Spirit to hover over your house with everything going the way that it's going in this society these days. The doctors will not be able to heal you. Either they won't be able or they they just won't do it. It's going to come a time that you're going to have to have the healing presence of Jesus in your house. It's going to come a time when you're going to have to have the deliverance power of Jesus in your house because deliverance will have to take place in your house. And before all that happens, you need to get good and safe. Now is your opportunity. You are not too good. No matter how good you've been or how good you think you are or how good people tell you are, tell you you are because people will juice your head up. It ain't necessarily true. People will juice your head up. I'm still here to tell you that you need Jesus. I'm still here to tell you tonight that you need Jesus. You are not exempt from temptation, from being tempted. You're not exempt from doing and saying some things that you shouldn't. Therefore, you need Jesus just like the rest of us to help you live this life out and to make it to eternity in peace because there will be an eternity for you spent spent in hell or in the presence of Jesus. The Bible says in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes, and that tells me that he was aware and that he was a learning, that he still had mobility if he was able to lift up his eyes. That's in Luke 16, verse 22 and 23 from the King James Version. But, love, you don't want that. You do not want that to lift up your eyes and know, have full, full knowledge of the fact that you're in hell. No, 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 no. You want to be able to lift up your eyes and feel the peace of God, to to know that you're in the presence of God and that the peace of God, that the, 
passes all understanding is with you and to know that you have eternal peace and that you're going to be with Jesus. That's Philippians 4 and 7 from the New King James. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8 from the New King James says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that's what you want. But here's the big question for tonight. Who is your Lord? Because there are a whole lot of false, false religions, false gods, false everything out there, idols and everything else. Buddha and everything else. So on tonight, I want to know who is your Lord. It's time you made Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your Lord and Savior. Romans 10 and 9. Romans 10 and 9 tells, tells you how to do that. Actually, it's Romans 10, 9 through 10. From the NIV, it says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So tonight I want you to open up your mouth. I don't care where you are. I don't care people looking at you. Because the Bible says that if you're ashamed of him before people, he will be ashamed of you before the Father. And that's another thing you don't want. So open up your mouth and repeat after me. Jesus, I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, wrong words spoken, and thoughts I've had. I believe with my heart that you are the Son of God raised from the dead. I need you. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. With faith as little as a mustard seed, I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come, amen. If you got saved on tonight, because it's just that simple, I want to hear from you. I no longer open the phone lines on Prolific Fire because the Holy Spirit led me to do it privately, saying that a lot of you will prefer to talk to me one-on-one because Prolific Fire always deals with real issues. And some of you are not comfortable coming forth talking about your real issues on the air, and that's totally understandable. So if you like prayer or Bible-based consultation or you just want to drop me an a email or a text message and let me know that you got saved on tonight, I'm going to tell you how to do that. Pay close attention. But if you miss it, it's going to be up on all my social media, all my social media platforms immediately following tonight's service. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, call or text 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690, 865-408-8690, or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. I look forward to talking to you one-on-one and ministering as the Holy Spirit leads. I only ask that you don't waste my time. If you're not serious, if you just want to play, want to play and and waste time, then you need to find somewhere to do it because this is a serious moment and I'm prepared to minister whatever the Lord tells me to do so in that space and in that time. So I don't need your plan. But for the people that I have ministered to one-on-one, it's been a pleasure to serve you for him. 
So if you need to call again, please do so. And so somebody new, if you need to call and this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome you. I'm very friendly. And I'm going to tell you what the Lord tells me to say. I will pray with you and be there for you because that's what Jesus will want. Now, other announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire. That's paypal.me slash prolific fire. And what's great about PayPal to me is that not only can you give in the United States, but you can give from overseas on PayPal. And also, I like to write, so I like the fact that if I send somebody a PayPal, I can write a note to them as well. So you can write me a note on PayPal if you want to and send your seed to God be the glory. Or you can do it on Cash App. It's the it's the um, dollar symbol and prolific fire, the dollar symbol and prolific fire. For everybody that has been given, I pray that the Lord bless it back to you 36, 100 fold, according to your faith, be it unto you. May the Lord give it back to you where you need a blessing the most. Because only you know. You and God knows. He knows where you need it back the most. And he knows whether you need 36, 100 fold, according to your faith, it will be given back to you. So thank you, everybody that has been sowing. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Stacey. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Check out ProlificFire.com. If you would like to become a World Vision sponsor and sponsor a child in need and be there for them financially, emotionally, and build a lasting relationship that will not only help change their child, but will help change you, change their community, and bring forth a better life for them. Give, and it shall be given unto you. The Bible says says that what you do to the least of them, Jesus said, what you do to the least of them, you've done to me. So just consider when you help them that you are helping Jesus, and he will repay you for that as well. So if you're interested in that, you can go to the website or you can contact me personally and I will gladly lead you in the steps to do that. I'm a World Vision sponsor of eight. Thank you, Lord. And I am a child World Vision Child Ambassador, which means I connect children with sponsors. And I have some very beautiful children that are looking for sponsors right now. So if that's you, if that's something that you've always been interested in but you've never taken the step. Now is the time to take the step. You can contact me as well. If you have a prayer request that you don't mind putting it on the air or you just somebody that likes to be in a prayer-rich atmosphere, I invite you to be with my sister on Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That's 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. For Faith on the Line with Prophetess Page is a time of prayer and encouragement. So call in. The number is the same as the number from for, from tonight, 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then, too. So call in. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same nighttime and place. Prophet Pate will be with us, and she will be ministering however the Holy Spirit leads her to do so. I look forward to it, and I would like it if you would tune in, too, and hear what the Lord, Lord is going to say through the woman of faith. With all of that being said, everybody in the United States, have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your families, with your friends, or if you are not near your family and friends, but you will be celebrating 
by yourself. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving with the Holy Spirit because he, he'll never leave you. He, he'll be there. So have a wonderful Holy, wonderful Thanksgiving with the Holy Spirit. And for everybody else that may not be in the United States, just have a wonderful a wonderful Thursday, a wonderful blessed Thursday. Take Thursday as a time that you can reflect and be thankful. You don't have to celebrate Thanksgiving to be thankful, so you can just be thankful and give God some extra praise on Thursday because he deserves it. Everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. I'm out.